Good morning, gentlemen. So, um, we're about to learn about Rabbi Yehuda and his opinion about whether blind people have the same halachas as people that aren't blind, if they're excluded from different things in halacha. And we said yesterday, we started mentioning um, that he held that uh, they don't face punishments like regular people. If they kill someone because they didn't look, well, they couldn't have looked, but they could, they could have checked and they didn't check. Or if they, uh, even if they killed someone on purpose, they wouldn't face a regular death sentence. Or um, uh, we had before was a question of whether they have to pay damages. Um, we kind of got opened into the subject from an interesting spot, which has to do with embarrassment. Usually embarrassment is that people see uh, in front of other people that they're laughing, that they're looking at him, and that's how their suffering of embarrassment is, comes from seeing that other people are uh, being humiliated in front of them. But if nobody sees, does they, do they have that same kind of concept? And so that's how we, we got into the subject of uh, a blind person. And so uh, once we're in that subject... So now we're going to continue on with that subject on Pevav on uh, Ahmed Bey's on 86b, last line of the page, Tani Idech. We learned in another place, Rabbi Yehuda said, Suma ain't loboshes. That the uh, blind person doesn't have um, the, uh, he doesn't, uh, the, the he, he won't be able to receive a payment for embarrassment, or he doesn't, he's not required to pay for the payment of embarrassment. The Kenai Reb Yehuda Poter, um, actually this means he wouldn't have to pay for if he embarrassed somebody, but Reb Yehuda exempted him, as we turn to the top of today's page, 87a, Mikol Dinim Torah. He says that blind people are exempt from all Dinim in the Torah. My time at Rav Yehuda, what's the reason? Omar Krav, Shaftu Eda Ben Mako Ben Gol Adam, Alam Mishpatim Elam. It says that the judges will judge uh, these different things, whether somebody uh, injures somebody, whether somebody's relative is killed on these laws. It's a package deal. If a person has all of these laws applied to them, then they have all of the regular laws of, of damages and other things. If somebody can't get a whooping, and they can't go to Ari Miklot, They will the regular Mishpatim will not apply. So basically that excludes the blind person from being called to a Din Torah or for uh, complaints against him. Tanya Idach, we learned some said Suma in Loboshis. He said, uh, this is what we mentioned before, that a Suma can't collect uh, for embarrassment. And he's in general He's exempt from all mitzvahs in the Torah. Omar Shisha Brady, in my time, what's the reason? Omar Krav, El Mishpatim, Kukim, Koshi Isha Mishpatim. Anyone who has the Dina Mishpat, Yesha Mitzvah, Hukukim, the Koshi Enum Mishpatim, if they, the Mishpatim don't apply, Enum Mitzvah, the Hukim. I think we go both ways. It means he doesn't have a din of collecting. Uh, 
he's not in mishpatim. He's not. He doesn't go to court. He doesn't make claims in court. He's exempt from. So that is much easier for me to see. Doesn't get embarrassed. Uh, well, a it's a level of suing. Can you? Because does he get embarrassment to a level where he can sue somebody and be paid? So I would, I would speculate. Mm-hmm. The Torah is making a drush here, and so Lefebvre then he doesn't get the payment because he's not party to these mishpatim. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, okay, the Torah is saying so. So that I can accept. But on a, on a human basis. There's no way for a sumer to, to, that he doesn't feel it. Well, no, this means that additional charge that people sometimes have to pay uh, for what they've caused other people, um, they've, uh, the sumer will not have to pay that charge. So we're limiting it to, to the mishpatim. Yeah, so yeah. It's not that we're... It's, it's not on a personal level, right? It's not a psychological... Talking about emotions. Correct, yeah. And, and the who else would be that? Would seem to me this kind of limud. Oh, call me a big Somebody who's not subject to Handicap, handicap people. What is right? What other? Uh, they talk about a deaf mute. You know, that's a uh, that's also perhaps there is a tosis here, um, and uh, it's an important distinction. What if they used to be able to see, and uh, now they can't see? In other words, if we're talking about a blind person. We're talking about somebody who could never see. This was the pre Helen Keller era, where most blind people really had no. Uh, you couldn't communicate with them. You know, they just weren't able to talk to them. They weren't able to understand what was happening. But is there a difference between that and a blind person that really is educated and understands? So maybe if they educate and they understand, then they have then they have responsibility. Maybe that's a different a different category. So um, but Tosus, um, that's the um, does discuss this. Um, let's see which one was it. Um, This was the um, this was the Tosos of Cain Hai Rehuda Pachim we call Mitzvah Samoras Betorah. The yeah, the second one. That's where he discusses this issue. Is he somebody Shelo Rom Oras Miyamov? He never saw the light? Or no, he used to see and then uh, now he lost. Is there a difference? Okay. So that's part of that, uh, that discussion. The, I guess the, the question that might, might be bothering you is that um, why did it pick on Boshas? If we're saying that in general none of the, the Mishpatim apply, so it's not that he doesn't have Boshas, he, uh, he doesn't go to court. He's not a, he's not a regular party to lawsuits. Um, so that's really the, the first Tosas talks about that, uh, that issue. Uh, let's take a quick look at it just because it's smaller. <laughs> Why are we only mentioning Boshas? He's not nothing. He can't be sued. Once he has the bigger drasha that he's putter from everything, so he doesn't need to mention just 
Boshes, he's not going to get a death sentence. He's not going to go to Ori Miklat. So then you tell me he doesn't have to pay for embarrassment. He doesn't have to pay for anything. Or Inami, uh, he says, Okay, uh, but that's, that's really what was bothering that, why the Gemara picks on that, the Boshes. Back to the Gemara. So the famous blind person, now the Gemara quotes, one of the blind sages was the famous Reb Yosef. So Omar Reb Yosef, Meresha um, initially, Havamina, I would have thought, Manda Omar Lacha So we have this great opinion of Reb Yehuda, that blind people, they don't have to face any Dine Torah. So I would have thought, anybody who tells me that the Halacha is like Reb Yehuda, Domer Suma Pater Minamitzvah, the blind people, they don't have to do it. They don't have to. They're not obligated in anything. So, I'll make a party. Great. That means why? Because my time below Mifkadina, because I'm not commanded, I'm blind, I'm not commanded to do any mitzvahs. So, if you tell me we hold like Rabbi Yehuda, that's amazing. That means I'm getting bigger reward. That means that everything I do, I don't have to do, and still I do them. Uh, that's an incredible... Uh, that, that makes him very happy that Hashem doesn't expect you to do it and you're going beyond what you're required. But but that, uh, even, uh, but now I heard a different teaching that he said, On the one hand, there's something special when people do something they don't have to do. That's amazing. They're not obligated. On the other hand, Rav Hanina taught, when you're commanded to do it and you do it, it's greater than when you're not commanded. Uh, most people would, uh, it needs to be explained, they would say because when you get a command to do something, Hashem creates a force that tries to stop you. Those things that you have to do, there's something out there that's working very hard to try to get you not to. If you don't have to do it, yeah, if I, you know, it's so easy, you just do it, it's not a big deal. But those things you don't have to do, so Manda Omar Lee, someone who said, we don't hold like Rebbe Yehuda, I'll make a Yantav Rabbanah. My time to keep Mifkadina, because when you're commanded, Islay Igritve, you get a bigger reward. So the question they ask is, was he only about the, the reward, or is he just in general, he meant that the, uh, the mitzvah is like, uh, it's more valuable what I'm doing. So uh, um, it's interesting also, he would make a party for the rabbis. You know, if he heard something he liked, okay, good shot, let's have a party. You know, let's... Uh, but that's that, that's the uh, that's this uh, discussion. Okay, new Mishnah. There's a difference between human damages and ox damages. Sha'adam Mishalem, when a human damages, he's gotta pay Nezaksarj, Ripoy, Shabasuboshis. He's gotta pay five types of payments. He's gotta pay big bucks if you damage if you injure a person. You're in big trouble. And not only that, you got to pay Dmei Vlados if it's a woman and you caused a miscarriage. But if your ox damages a person, ain't a Mishalem Elanesek. You only pay one kind of damages. So you only have to pay for the loss, the, the, just the law. That's it, nothing else. Upater bid Dmei Vlados. And you don't even have to pay if, if they has, has a miscarriage. So there's a, we've had this before, but there's a human damages. That, that's the, the um, you have to pay the highest amount. They have to pay not just Nezik, but you have to pay the doctor bills and the pain and the, uh, everything else. Next, this teaching we had as well before. Amakis Avi Vesimo. A person injures their parents. Velo Asimem Chabura. But he didn't cause a, a wound. So, so if he caused a wound... 
So that's actually a capital case. If a person hits their parents hard enough to make them bleed, that's capital. But he didn't make them bleed. So they're, they're dealing with paying their parents um, uh, the, uh, the, the different payments you have to pay for causing somebody, um, hurting somebody. Or if a person causes an injury on Yom Kippur. Now the reason why you might have thought on Yom Kippur is that he's violated Yom Kippur by beating someone up. He's causing wound. But since Yom Kippur, it's the heavenly based in. Everything about Yom Kippur is heavenly. It's, it's not in this world, Yom Kippur. It's really part of the... So even somebody who violates Yom Kippur, it's, it's dealt with the based in up there. So even though we have usually a rule that when you're dealing with a much bigger punishment, we don't talk about the monetary things. That's the least of the person's problems. You know, person... And a person injures somebody in Yom Kippur, the least of their problems is to pay for the injury. They, they, they hit someone on the holiest day of the year. I mean, the, they got to deal with the heavenly basin. But since it's the heavenly basin, the basin down here will deal with the injury. So, chayv. So, both these cases are chayv. Next. Um, we, if you remember, we got into the Gemara that how, how do you injure somebody without causing a wound? So, first he said, well, maybe you make them go deaf. And then we said, but there's internal bleeding. And then we mentioned, this was interesting, that um, if you cause them to lose their hair, if you put on the lime on their head, so that was an injury that doesn't make them bleed, but that's considered an injury the, uh, in a way that they... Uh, that was just one scenario. Okay. What about if a person beats up their slave or someone else's slave? You got to, he's a Jew, you got to pay everything. Chutz Shabbos. Uh, if it's your evidence, you don't have to pay for time off work because he works for you. As long as you own him. What about if you beat up somebody else's uh, servant? And you're going to have to pay all those payments. Rabbi Yudah says, He says, uh, servants, they don't have, you don't have to pay uh, embarrassment. Uh, they... Uh, they uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Meaning we're, we're not particularly concerned about embarrassing them. Is it that we're not concerned, or is it that we're saying that they don't, it doesn't exist? You have to have dignity in order to lose your dignity. You have to have, the servant has no, um, he doesn't have any self-esteem. He doesn't have any self-esteem, that's right. There are certain people you don't want to run into. This is the uninsured motorist. If you run into the Kherish, a deaf mute, an imbecile, or Kherishot, um, uh, or a minor, Pigas and Ra. It's bad news if you run into them. Hachoba behan, if you beat them up, if you cause them damage, you got to pay. Behem shechoba bacherim, but if they beat you up, good luck. You know, Pater, they, they, you, can't, you can't make them liable. They're not, uh, they're not able to charge them. Ha'eber ba'isha. And a, I wonder where they differentiate between those three and then a lunatic. No, they're not. They're lunatic's in there. Kereshota. Shota's the middle one. Oh, sorry. Oh. Well, some people, they translate it differently, whether it's a lunatic or insane or... Uh-huh. or uh, but, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're oh, saying... They clumping him. Oh, sorry. Basically, people who aren't liable. Uh-huh. You know, you can't collect from a, uh, a minor. You can't collect from a deaf mute. You can't collect from a person who's not all there. What about a servant or a woman? Uh, also, you don't want to run into them. If you injure them, you got to pay. They injure you, uh, you they're exempt. 
But there is one thing, though, if you're patient, it's possible you'll be able to collect after time. Nisgarsha Isha, once the woman is divorced, then you could go after her. Nishtakur Evan, once the servant is free, then you could go after the Shalom. Maki Avivi Kabur. If a person hits their parents and wounds them, or if they injure somebody on Shabbos, then they're dealing with a capital case. Then they're not going to deal with the damages. They've got much bigger problems. Because they are going to be judged on their life. If you beat up your own slave, uh, there's nobody to pay. You own him, and so it's, uh, you won't have to uh, pay any... Uh, there's no financial obligation. So let's see the Gemara. Boy, mine. Mm-hmm. Why do you suppose that a parent isn't responsible for the damage that the, the a child causes? Wouldn't that be more misfara? Uh, what does a parent have to do with the child? The child's uh, child caused damage, and you can't sue them till they grow up. Um, uh, can you assume after they grow up? Yeah, I imagine. Uh, well, we didn't really talk about it. Uh, we said a cutting, mm-hmm. right? Well, we, we said an Evid and an, an Isha. You can get later. Time. Yeah. We didn't say a cutting. We didn't say a cutting. Right. Which, is, which is curious. Uh, Meaning there's, so to speak, there's a deficiency that'll pass. Right. Well, That's a good point. Right. 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 Can you get the money later when they grow up? There would be no Kiddush if you could do that, though, right? It sounds like that since they made the injury, they were in a state where they weren't liable, they don't have to pay. That's what it sounds yeah, like. We say that by the and the well, we're saying they have to pay, but they're not independent. So once they become independent, then they'll have to pay. Going into the yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see. We'll have to uh, uh, Yeah. We'll have to see more about it, right if they get into it. Boy mine revelation. Somebody beats up somebody's daughter. Someone else's daughter. So who gets the money? Uh does it go to the daughter's bank account or does it go to the dad's bank account? Me Amrina, do you say the father is allowed to uh, make his young daughter work. He's allowed to make sell her as a, as a servant. He's, uh, any money she brings in goes to father. So, so therefore, he should get the insurance payout. He should get any money that comes in. My Because now the daughter is worth less because she's been injured. Or maybe maybe the father is entitled to her labor. Or he could marry her to somebody who he wants to marry her, uh, even to a lowlife or to somebody who's a mukheshkin, like an injured person. But the father has no rights to her body to injure her. He has say over her marriage. He has say over her labor, but he has no say over her physical body. Even the boy Makvabe, if he would want to injure her, or uh, require her to uh, give up something that would uh, uh, cause her a wound. So therefore, maybe the father is not entitled to the payout. 
the insurance payout for the daughter that's injured doesn't go to father or not. Or does it have to be put in her bank account when she gets older that it's only hers? I always had this question, you know, my bar mitzvah money, does my dad get it or do I get it? You know, like who, uh, who's entitled, you know, to make a difference Wait, if they pay for the party or the... Um, this is just a daughter, it's not a katana, right? Yeah, she's a katana. Oh, she's a katana. She's a katana, yeah. Oh, I see. That is the question. Uh, so the, the proof that we brought about the marriage is that if somebody wants to pay a lot of money, even though he's not such a good cousin, he's a, a mukheshkin, the father can accept the marriage. Uh, it, that he is entitled to the marriage money. He's entitled to the ring. He's entitled to the cast of Kedushin. So maybe he's entitled to any money that comes in from the daughter. Or do you say, no, it's not any money. It's very specific. It's, he's entitled to her wages and to, uh, to the marriage, but maybe not to injury. Or maybe once he gets these monies, he's entitled to everything. That's really the question we're asking, and we're going to spend the rest of today trying to prove. Okay, so let's see what we can find out. Uh, he answered, he said, no. She doesn't, the father doesn't get the insurance payout. What's the question? We learned the following. If somebody injures a Hebrew servant, and you got to pay everything except for Shavas, except for time off work, uh, when he when you own him, Omer Abayin Abayin said, "Motorab b'shevus demaisi adav." Now, what about if it's a female? It's a girl, um, and she's uh, not able to work. So, adshas bagres davuahavi. Her work. If somebody uh, injures a person's daughter and she can't work, so all of her wages until that she's not able to make that she's uh, has to take off work. Those payments would go to the father until she's older. If she's a bogaris, she can't work when she's a bogaris, those would go to her. Um, so, one second. Let's see Rashi here, a second line from the top. Mina Shevis, but Mansha Evid Shalo, Holoba Evid the Achor, not somebody else's servant, the Nosen Shifto Larabo, because then if the servant doesn't work, you have to pay the, ma- the master. Tanimia de Evid Ibi Shalo, Putter. If it's your Hebrew servant, you don't have to pay Hoyo Maisa Yadu Shalo because his wages belong to you. Hachanami here also, Kivin de Bito Maisa Yada Shalo. Since your daughter, if she works, you get to keep it. Lishkol Shabbos Dida, you get to keep the, uh, um, if somebody's paying for her lack of work. Uh, this is a question on Rav. Rav seemed to say that the father can marry her off, but the father isn't entitled to her injury. So, um, so we see over here that the, it sounds like the father is getting payment for her work. That not that a question on Rav? So back to the Gemara. So on this is Abayi's answer. Omra Abayi, Moda Rav. Even though Rav questioned whether she, can, she can't get the financial payout, but she could for injury, but even Rav would admit that, that for work the father does get. So hold it first. So 
uh, the question that we had didn't have to do with her work. Everybody agrees when a daughter works, a minor daughter, that goes to daddy. The question was the other kinds of payments, the injury payments, and that we didn't resolve. That we had different opinions on. Am we sure this is a Katana? Yeah, yeah, hold on. We're only talking Katana here, because Ad Bagris, until Bagris, Bagris is uh, on her own. So as, that means until, as long as she's a Katana, the father's going to get her wages. So we thought that was the question because we said before the father was only entitled to marry her. And now we're saying, no, everybody agrees the, fa the father's also entitled to her wages uh, as a minor. But the question was, is he entitled to the insurance payment for the injury? And that was debatable. Why okay. is that debatable, though, if she's still Katana? Because um, is that when the Torah gives the father rights to the daughter, is it to any money that comes in? Or is it just, uh, does it just have to do with her work? He's That's entitled to her babysitting money, but he's not entitled to her, her injury claim. That was the oh. question. That, that, uh, we're, we're just refining the question. We thought at first he might not even be entitled to her, her uh, Shevis money, her oh. money for not working. We're saying, no, that the father gets. The question was the other payments, uh, the pain that she has, the, the wound, the, the loss in value, uh, embarrassment, does that go to her account or does that go to the father so that we had different opinions on? I just never realized that, that they had, uh, a katana had that type of independence. I guess they do. That's the question. Right. So that, that the question Rob right said now? the father doesn't get that. The father only uh, gets very okay, specific. So, so but we proved that the father gets the wages. We said, no, wages are different. You're right. The father does get the wages, but he doesn't get, mm. that the wages is part of the injury claim. But, but it's, uh, still, it's still, that happens to be the father gets that right, so that doesn't prove anything. We want to know about the other. could go into a marriage as a uh, um, with an estate. Yeah, That's if she had an injury. I mean, sometimes yeah. there are people that had insurance claims when they were younger, and they, uh, the, 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 what, trust fund, it goes and, you know, and uh, uh, they, uh, later on in life, they, okay. they get to keep that money. Um, eight space, but that question didn't bother us because that was dealing with the, the lack of work, and we're saying that, that that even Rav would admit that the father gets the work money, just not the other money. Eight space. What's the question? If you beat up somebody's adult kid, you got to pay the kid right away. But no cutting. If it's a minor kid, so yes, a low schooler. Then you put the trust fund. If a man injures his own daughter, he doesn't have to pay her. Below um, uh, If other people injure his daughter, they have to pay uh, the father. So clearly, we see daddy gets uh, entitled to the money. So the Morris said, no, maybe we're only talking about Shevis labor. Like, was, if the father would have to pay the daughter, the mm -hmm. other ones, the other monies, right? Because that's her money. That's what we're saying, yeah. That's, okay, that's so that's first we thought, we said, putter, he doesn't have to. Right. So that proves he, that he's not, uh, so we're saying, no, only the Shevis. This is a proof that, that I see. Yeah. So since we might be only talking about the Shevis, the labor, we can't prove anything. Okay. Mm. Then we said, but no, God. So now we made a statement before that the older son, Yitin lo miyad, you got to pay him right away. If you beat up somebody else's kids, the adult kids, you got to pay those go to the bank account. If it's your own kids that you injured, putter. So, um, do you got to pay your kids or do you not got to pay? Are they entitled to injury or are they not? 
depends on who's paying their bills. If they're on your table, then you don't got to pay them because they're, you're, you're paying their expenses. If they're independent, then, then you owe them. So what's the first case? Where they're not on your table. But what about the, the second part? Uh, that you don't have to pay if your injured person injures their daughter. Uh, um, that, that someone else would have to pay the father. So, um, so um, that it sounds like from here that the um, uh, that uh, they, the um, the father is, is getting the money. It sounds like from here that if other people injure the daughter, so why would the father get the money if he's not uh, not paying her bills? So let me read that again. Amasefa, look in the second part. Somebody injures the the person's a man injures his own daughter, he doesn't have to pay. And not only doesn't he have to pay, if other people injure the daughter, they have to give it to him. So why did they uh um uh, doesn't this prove that the, that the father gets the injury money? So the Gemara answers, they got to pay him the money for the food because he's taking care of her food bill. That's the, in, in this particular case, they, if they injure her, they'd have to pay her for the food because they, that goes to him. He's paid the, They're just reimbursing him. Yeah. Now, who says the father has to feed the daughter? Who said the father's got that? So, but that's, it's with a servant, you don't have to feed him. A Canaanite servant, you can tell the Canaanite servant you work during the day and at night. That's when you, you plant a garden and you feed yourself. Go, you know, go make yourself a garden, go rent yourself out and work. But even a Hebrew servant, Steve, you got to feed him. Kitovlo imach. Not only do you got to feed him, you got to feed him the good stuff. It says, like you, imach b'maikol. You can't if you're eating good food. You're eating steaks. You got to give the servant the steaks. You can't imach b'mishta. You got to give him the same food and drink that the rest of the household eats. So lo kosher bito. Certainly, your daughter shouldn't be any worse. If you got to feed your avid ivri. You got to feed your daughter. She's at least a Hebrew slave, right? She's a Kedama Rava, Braid Revula. So um, our question is then, what money would there be uh, uh, if you do got to feed your daughter? So then, what money uh, would go to the daughter if the if the if the father has to be reimbursed for all the expenses? The more said, What about if she makes more than um, than the money that she needs for her food? So, in other words, if she's injured and she can't work, she'll make more than would have been needed, strictly speaking, for the upkeep. So, that's, that's what we need to discuss over here, is the money that's not just for her upkeep, the maintenance, but the lack of the money that she would have made had she not been injured in the claim. And so, how do we learn the second case? That they're eating from daddy. That's why he gets the money. So and we said the older kids get paid out right away. Why would you pay the older kids if the older kids aren't independent either? It's similar to today, where what we call the older kids 
they they're not independent. They're, you know, you know, a teenager. They 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 don't make a penny. Your parents are if there's a pay, if money has to go for their expenses. Uh, that should go to daddy because he's paying all the bills. So my levim boiler must have. If if there's some kind of shulchan aviv, shouldn't this money go to their father? So armor keep. Are there two sets of money? There's a set of money to, for maintenance, and then there's a set of money that, above the maintenance that they would have made had they not been injured. Correct, yeah. All right, mm. so where are they talking about the money above the maintenance? Where's that money going? Is that what they're talking about right now? That was the previous discussion. Oh, that was the, with the daughter, the money above the maintenance. Right. But now we're asking a different question. We're asking that in general, the, it, it, without separating the money, we said that the, the money goes to the uh, kids if they're past bar mitzvah, they right. get the payout. But wait a second, the father... And it should be their response. All right, so I, it, I see, see. So now we're querying whether some of that money should go to the father because he's paying Because he's paying the bills, that's right. Oh, okay, I got it. So the Gemara answered, When the father wants to be paid if he's losing money, but if they're getting the payout... From out there, low cup, the father doesn't mind that the kids get the payout. In other words, even though technically he's entitled because he's paying the bills, but if they get a payout, okay, because then to hate, let the kids have it. Aye, was that true? What if the kids find a metzia? If they find a find, you know, they find, a, they find gold, they find a diamond, they win the lottery, then the father wants that. The father gets the, uh, the kids get a metzia, he said, I'm paying their bills. So, and over there we say the father expects that anybody in his house that finds a find should bring it home and give it to daddy and help pay the bills. So what's the difference? So Morris says there's a big difference. If there's a benefit that comes from the, the outside. And the child had no pain in suffering, he just came to him. Cup it. He's saying, well, that should go. I'm paying all the bills. You should give that to the parents. But in a case where the child gets wounded, he, gets, he, he has pain. He's the one, the child is the one that suffers over here. And it didn't come from the father. It came from outside. Low cup it. It's an interesting svara. He's saying that the child almost did something to get this money. He got injured. So, like, the father doesn't mind giving it to the kid. It's his injury. Whereas if the kid just wins the lottery or he finds a diamond or a pearl or something, you know, uh, I'm paying all the bills, but, you know, help the household out. It's, uh, they look at it differently. It's different money. It's different money, right, right. So even though, right, that's right, it's, di- it's different monies. I've a husam the islet tsar de gufa mamaka asivika kapit. But what about that case over there by the daughter where uh, the, uh, she has the pain and the father wants the money. And um, and there is a case where the father expects the money. So it, is that rule true? And not only that, even if other people injure them, they're obligated to give the father. Um, so we're confused about when the father gets it and when he doesn't. So Amir Gemara answers, Hasam de Gavra Kapidna. There's two kinds of dads. There's a dad that's Kapidna that uh, insists that the, uh, the kids pay the bills. The father that the kids are not on Shulchan Aviv. 
where the father says, uh, you got to earn your own wages. So there, since they're earning their own wages, they're going to get their own payouts. The father doesn't even give them an allowance. He, they're, not, they're, not, they're not eating on his table. So so that kind of dad, he wants whatever money comes in. Another kind of father who's not so makbid. You want the kids? Of course the kids are welcome to take from the family table. So when would the father be upset if the kids keep the money? If he, he was losing money and they gained, but if they get money from the vet, low cup it's a psychological thing. It's a fascinating thing that if it's a stingy dad, he wants all the money. If it's not a stingy dad, then of course it goes to the kids. It's a different way to look at it. There's a, it's a different way of dealing with it. Uh, we're saying that the, the key is whether it's does the father uh, tell the kids, you have to earn your own wages? And so that kind of dad is going to want, in theory, any kind of money that he's entitled to. Whereas there's another... You really see that out there, that there are different attitudes towards... Uh, uh, the family members, what they, they have to carry their own weight. There's some very strict people that, are, that look at it that way, and then there are other ones that, yeah, whatever, you know, the kids can have their own. It's a different way of looking at it. So one of the things that we said that was interesting, I translated it as a trust fund, but it doesn't actually mean that. It means, it said that if the kids are entitled to the money, it should be segula. A segula means like a treasure for them. It should... It, he should do something that'll still be around in a few years. That's what the segula means. So the says, what is that exactly? What, what does that look like? They didn't have a trust fund. So what exactly is the segula? So Rav Chis to Omer Sefer Torah. He said you buy a, a Torah scroll for them. You buy a book, a book to read, a Torah book. Those days you bought a book. Um, they would put books in their will. Those were expensive things. So he said you buy, buy um, invest in their education uh, put aside money for them. That's the way, you know, if they get a, uh, if they get a payout for their injury, buy a Torah, buy a scroll. Rabba Barhuna Omar Dikla, buy them a tree. Buy them a tree. He said, that's a good investment. They're going to get dates. You know, plant them a tree. That's the, you know, trees last a long time. Give them their own tree. This is your tree, son. You're going to get the dates. Okay. So that, that's the, uh, the, the answer to that discussion. Next, a uh, totally separate statement. Uh, going back to the original question, which we're not done with, uh, which was, is the father entitled to the payouts that go to the daughter when the, to- the father, the Torah gives certain rights to the father to marry her off? Is he also entitled to those payouts? The Kenom Reish Lakish, Reish Lakish also agreed, it's kind of, um, it's unusual in that that was the very first line on the top of the page. And then we asked a few questions, and then we got sidetracked. And now we're going exactly back all the way to the top statement. And Reish Lakish agreed. That's all the dad gets, is only the right to marry her off, uh, but he doesn't get uh, the, the payout. Rabbi Yochanan says, Afilu He says, even if she's wounded, the father gets that wound. Um, would he even get a wound? Uh, the The only question was if she gets an injury that it will be hard to marry her off. So since the father has to marry her off and he's got to pay the dowry and he's got to find the chassan 
So if she gets an injury, he's going to be the one to lose out. But what about if the injury has nothing to do with the, her marriage status? Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just a pain. It's not going to make her worth any less. Low. Let's say it's in a place where it's just uh, nobody would notice or it's not going to affect her marriage status. So we'll leave that question for tomorrow. That's opportunity cost. It may delay. Uh, um, I was wondering about that one. Oh, if you drop back, though, but I have to ask it. Yeah. That, um, we had an example where um, um, somebody got messed, a temporary wound. Mm-hmm. But what if a temporary wound, is, and it was going to heal completely, but what if that, was, that, that window was... They lost the an opportunity at that right, time. <laughs> the price on that ebb was like a lot higher than what it was after I see, the wound. Right. Right. But, but that's it, what this is right now. Correct, it? correct. Yes. But, but the fact, we kind of had that question before. What if there's a temporary loss, but after that time, it won't, it's just temporary? That's right. what you're saying. There's an opportunity loss, but it, after a certain amount of time, that'll get healed and, and they'll be open to other opportunities. Right, but, but there would be open to other opportunities, but maybe the prices come down. Right, 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 right. So that would be included in that question, right? That's right.